guys, guys. I'm, I'm Josh. Josh. And I'm Kate. And this is Parlor. They're showing this YouTube because you can't watch TV right now. I was trying to do like a demon voice underneath, but I don't think it worked. Can can we have another solo of your demon voice? <laughs> What's <laughs> That's your demon voice. What's going on, guys? <laughs> What's going on, guys? <laughs> How, What's going on, guys? How how do these demons look in your in your head? <laughs> I don't know. Are they just little red guys? Yeah, like that little. What's that character? Like the ones from Hades. Oh, like the two sidekicks. Yeah, but they kind of sound like, "Hey, Hades, what you gonna do today?" <laughs> all right, let's move on. <laughs> What's going on? How are you? Uh, I'm all right, mate. How you doing? <laughs> Well, apparently I've lost my goddamn fucking mind. Oh, well, it's Sunday, so it's the best time to just get it all out. Oh, sure is. What have you been up to? You got any news? Mate, no. There's not a lot going on. Well, there's a lot going on, but there's also nothing going on. Your schedule is very full. It is. Getting back into full-time work and then doing all my dance classes and, like, doing this and the video. There's not really any time for anything else. Well, we got to hang out yesterday, at least. Yeah, that was really nice. But I've also got, like, these late-night meetings now. Yeah, that's fucked. So, like, I get home and then I have, like, three hours to, like, eat and prep for the next day. And then I have, like, a meeting for two hours from, like, 9.30 to 11.30. Woo! But then I get to go in late the next day, so it's all right. Yeah, it evens out for you. Yeah. Tomorrow's going to be a bit fucked because I've got work. Then I come home for, like, an hour, go to dance, come back, and then I have an hour and then I have a meeting. So that's going to be pretty full on. Well, well, you go in late. I go in late, and I'm going to go get a blood test done in the morning because i got to smash that over. Wild. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, no, I'm just getting geared up for this uh, festival that's coming up in Sydney. I think I spoke about it on the pod before, this K-pop festival. So next weekend, I'm going to go get my hair did and my nails done. Woohoo! So I'm going to be all, like, fresh. Um, so I'm excited about that. And I've already planned one of my outfits, but I have to figure out the other one. Might go shopping. Well, I mean, you only recently realised it was two weeks away. Yeah, it's fu- like it's come up so quick. Because usually, you know, you buy tickets for a festival and it's like six months away. At least, yeah. When we bought the tickets, it was only two months away. And that's just gone so quick because I'm, you know, I'm back to working all the time. As I said, I'm so busy. Time is just flying by. But you did get that Monday off. I did. I'm excited about that. I just wanted to kind of get the vibes of the, the job and the workplace before I started taking annual leave days off, like fucking two months after I start. No, that's what they're for. But yeah, that'll be good because then I don't have to fly in from Sydney at 6am and then basically go straight to work. Yeah, it um, sounds fun. Like I can just go home and Die. relax that day. Yeah, because I'll probably be wrecked from the two days. I don't know what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'll be fine to just go straight from the airport to work on Monday morning. No, I won't. I'm going to be wrecked. Maybe I should try to get that day off. If you want. I'm probably just going to be like sleeping and just like chilling out all day. Sounds terrible. Yeah. Yeah, why not? you got annual leave. Yeah, I don't think there's really much other news. Let's get into some stuff we've been watching. Or are we just going straight into our double feature? Well, I don't know if it's a double feature. We are only covering two things, so we can be a bit more in-depth. We went to the movies yesterday. Yeah, as as I said, we spent the day together yesterday and it was like nice and relaxing. Cause I, haven't, I felt like I hadn't seen you for ages properly. We only get to hang out for like an hour a day. Yeah. Maximum. It's, it's, yeah, it's fucked. Uh, so we literally just like slept in, did some cu- a couple of things in the morning <laughs> and then, yeah, went to the movies and I ate like a whole kilo of popcorn. Well, actually, I spilt like half of it on the floor. That was a bit embarrassing. I mean, yeah. And then you got on your hands and knees and scooped it all up. And... Well, you know, I felt bad if I just left it there. Well, yeah, you shouldn't just leave it there. I just don't understand how you 
you said that you dropped it, but you literally flung it across the room. I literally don't know what happened there. <laughs> you know. were holding it, and then you went to reach into your bag, and what you just like let the popcorn go to reach into your. I don't understand what you were doing. I think I might have need it a little bit. How? You had your legs up. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how these things happen. Like I'm so clumsy. We spilled like four things on last week, wasn't it? On Friday. I spilled like an entire glass of water on the floor. I just spill stuff everywhere. Yeah, you just got to calm down. I know. <laughs> it's all right. I already broke my first bit of glassware in the lab. Well, yeah, that happens. Science um, and that. But it was a really nice beaker. You know how like, you, you kind of get attached to certain pieces of glassware? The ones that aren't scratched? Yeah, just like the nice yeah. ones. <laughs> and it's like exactly the right size for like this sieve and stuff. Like, There's a few of them, but this one was like the one that I always used. And I'm just cleaning it in the sink. Literally touched it against the side of the sink, like the metal of the sink. It was smashed. Like, it, you don't even have to do anything to smash these things. You're just too strong. Apparently. Some buff nugget. Just, just strong and clumsy. Smashing shit. It's not a good combination. So anyway, we went to the movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just talking about me getting attached to inanimate objects like glassware. It happens, mate. It happens. It does. You go into labs and there's like... Bits of glassware and like spatulas and stuff that have people's initials engraved into them because they love them that much that they won't let anyone else use them. I mean, calm down. That's a bit fun. They're like hide glassware and stuff. I've never really done that, but... Time to start. No, I don't think so. It's only two of us in the lab. Well, the more you like it, the more you use it, the more likely you are to smash it. So yeah, maybe start using the stuff you don't like. Yeah, I'll just start using my colleague's stuff and just break it. Break that instead. <laughs> Soz, mate. I don't think she knows what my podcast is called yet. Hopefully she doesn't go this far back when she finds out. And as if she's going to find this, because we're still trying to talk about the fact that we went to the movies. Oh. <laughs> Soz. Getting a bit carried away here. Just talking about myself. Not even. You're just talking about glass. I have actually been watching that glass blowing show again. Well, Do you watched... like it? Yeah, I don't mind it. I think it's interesting. The first episode, they had like the winner of season one back on to judge. And she was such a fucking bitch about it. It was so funny. She was just like, I don't get it. This sucks. She was so harsh. Like, it was really funny. Do you remember that woman with the glasses? She was, like, kind of weird looking. Vaguely. Quite tall. Like, kind of a bigger, like, not fat, but, like, a large woman. I I obviously not. Anyway, it was pretty good. But I'm on, like, episode three now. Sorry. Yep, the movies. So we went to see the black phone. I'm just going to stop talking. I've just got to get the name of it out so we can start talking about it. Yeah, once we've once I'm in that zone. We're only talking about two things today. <laughs> I haven't even mentioned the first one. Yeah, we've already talked about 20 things. <laughs> so what did you think about the black phone? I was pretty excited to watch this movie. I'd heard some good things. I don't know, just like on the internet and a colleague at work said that they really liked it. I saw the trailer like a while ago, so I'd kind of forgotten what it was about. Well, you but- did say to me, oh, it's like a pedophile thing, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I did. It's still I unclear whether or not that's the case. Yeah, it was, you know, kids and like a an adult man, you immediately think like, okay, that's a weird thing to say, but you know what I mean? In a horror film, that's what you you Well, I mean, that's is. how dads when they take their kids to the park feel, so. Oh, okay. And they've pushed it a lot. Like they've advertised it a lot. It um, has been around, yeah. TikTok, you're scrolling through, there's like the ads, and I've been kind of avoiding watching the trailer again recently because I don't trailers are fucking annoying, right? Cuz they just tell you the entire story. Like when we were there, they played the trailer for Nope. Yeah. And it basically said, like, the whole thing. I was very disappointed with how far that trailer took it. Yeah. Like, they showed everything. And I was like, what? Yeah, I feel like it's not going to be as fun anymore. We'll probably still watch it because it's... I'm still going to watch it, but why um, ruin it in the trailer? I don't understand. Yeah. So, yeah, I had kind of high expectations, I suppose, and it did not meet my expectations at all. Like, it was very below my expectations. 
That's my opening statement. Uh, fair enough. I didn't have any expectations, but I had seen that a lot of people were saying that it was a good movie and has been advertised heavily, but I still really think that you can't trust anything anymore because... Agreed. Like, th- what was that stupid um, movie that we watched on Netflix because someone recommended it? The horror one about, like, passing on some curse or something? All TikToks about it are just like, this is a crazy movie, like, you've never seen anything like this. Your jaw's going to be on the floor. Yeah, and we then talked it's about like, it last podcast, yeah, I think. Obviously, these are just other people who've been paid to advertise it, but you, for some reason, don't have to say that you're advertising it or you'd have to physically look to see whether or not they've disclosed that they're trying to advertise this. Obviously, it wasn't very good. <laughs> I think there must be some sort of like grey area with paid reviews for films because technically it's your opinion, but... But is it? No, like I guess you could be lying, right, because you're getting paid. Yeah. You I just have like to hold that opinion for however long. Yeah, I think there's a grey area because they're not actively telling you that you can't say bad things about it. I'm just upset now. Can't really trust any review of anything. <laughs> yeah, because I found, I come across these TikToks that's like, you know, people talking about my top five horror films of this year so far or whatever. And I'm like, oh, this is a really great way to find out about new movies and see what people are thinking. But then I'm always disappointed with the ones that they talk about because we go and watch them and they're absolute shit. Yeah, because it'll be like my top five, but number one is they've been paid to yeah. talk about it. So it's just... Yeah, it's a bit sad, really. Yeah, so you have to find people that you trust, like us, uh, and then <laughs> just stick with those people. But again, you just get flooded with shit, mm. like from, you know, TikToks and Instagram. Maybe we just... need to do some of these top fives or something for our Pilot Era TikTok account. Maybe. Or we can just find ones for shit movies and <laughs> stitch them. Be like, this person's obviously being paid because the movie's not very good. <laughs> So yeah, so we watched the movie because it pretty highly regarded and it had like good ratings and stuff. Ethan Hawke as well. Ethan Hawke's in it. Uh, but it was, uh, yeah, pretty fucking boring. Most of the movie, a kid is trapped in a room after he's been abducted, but I didn't feel like he was inconvenienced by it at all. It didn't really make a lot of sense as it went on because he was like basically tearing the room apart and this guy who kidnapped him didn't notice. Yeah, that was so weird. Like, And his reactions to everything were just like nothing. He was just fine with it. Like he's... Talking to ghosts, dead people on the phone, he's sort of fine with it. Gets abducted by this guy and he's like, uh, the guy's wearing like a super scary mask and he doesn't even like move away from him. He just sort of looks at him pensively. And that's 90% of the movie is this guy just doing shit that like, yeah, eventually leads to the end of the movie and like it all culminates in this one thing. But like up until then, you're just like, what is happening? Yeah, it was not interesting at all. No, I didn't care. Should we talk a little bit about the kind of plot of it then? What the plot is, there's like, a, what year is it supposed to be? In the 70s or something? I think it's something? the 70s, yeah. And there's a grabber who like steals kids off the street and you've got to assume like murders them or whatever. And it's just about this kid who gets grabbed by the grabber and then he gets put in the guy's basement and the grabber's Ethan Hawke and he wears like a mask based on how his mood is or whatever. There's a phone in the room that doesn't work, but the kid can talk to ghosts through the phone, but also so can Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke can hear the phone ring, but the other kids couldn't hear the phone ring. Yeah. And then his sister sister has like psychic abilities. So she sees things in her dreams because her mum did. So her dad beats her because she has psychic abilities. So she has to decide whether or not to call the cops. But she doesn't really seem that put out by her dad beating the shit out of her. Maybe she's just like used to it. Yeah. She's just upset about it for a bit, but she doesn't stop like trying to have the dreams or talking to him about them or calling the cops or whatever. Which is like good on her because she's like the best character. Yeah, she's pretty cool. I like that actor. She was pretty good. Yeah, but all the other kid actors are just like whatever. 
Some of them are quite shit. Yeah, that friend of his that gets kidnapped, he's the worst child actor I've seen in a really long time. He's pretty bad, yeah. I don't understand why they cast him. Surely you could have found someone better than that. Don't know. He, I mean, he wasn't really in it that much, though, was he? No, nah, but the parts that he was in, like, literally it looked like you were watching the first take or, like, a script read. Or, like, the kids in like kids in high school just doing a play. Yeah, it was just, it was pathetic. I'm sorry, like, I know he's a kid. It's always what happens when you have a movie that's child actors, you know? It's just That's just what it is. They, they can only do so much. You can only expect children to understand so many emotions. <laughs> I suppose, but then you get kid actors that are really fucking good. Like, yeah. Uh, but not reason, like 25 of them for one movie. That's true. It's like my mind goes to, you know, like kid actors in like a horror thriller film, like Dakota Fanning in like Hide and Seek when she was a kid. Yeah, but it's like she looks naturally scared and her whole role is to be kind of scared. Sorry if you're listening. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> what was scary about it? There was two jump scares and they were both the same thing. They were like, there's a dead kid there. Yeah, the first one was very jump scary. But and it was everyone just, jumped in the yeah, cinema. Yeah, but it was just so loud, though. Yeah, it was so loud. <laughs> it was just like a pan, and then suddenly there's like, yeah, a ghost there. And it's just like, boom! I'm like, fuck me. No, you know what the worst part for me was? Like, watching the kid getting beaten, the little girl. Yeah. That was the worst part, and that wasn't even supposed to be, like, the horror part of the movie. No, but it is the most impactful part of the movie. Yeah, it was horrible. I don't... It's her and her dad yelling at each other. Yeah, like, obviously you don't see her actually getting hit, but you may as well have. Like, it was pretty awful. Yeah. Yeah, the whole relationship with the dad, to me, was, like, more frightening. Because, he, yeah, he's, like, an alcoholic, abusive alcoholic father. Um, obviously very scarred from, like, the death of his wife because she killed, him, killed herself. Just gets drunk and takes it out on his kids. The fear that they show towards their father is like, oh, it's fucked. That's more scary to me than the whole serial killer part. Yeah, and um, it was, yeah. even though it was played by that guy. <laughs> yeah, so fuck. You know, we always talk about how we only watch things now that are related to Lost. <laughs> like we started watching um, the other show made by the creators of Lost with Michael in it, and then we started watching Evil with fucking Ben from Lost. And then this has... um. He's like the scientist guy who yeah, comes yeah. at the end. He's like pretty big character by the end of Lost, right? In the in the later seasons. And I was just like, is that the guy from Lost? And you're like, yep. <laughs> but yeah, he wasn't bad in this. I thought he was quite good. I haven't really seen him in anything. Well, just a bit, he always sort of pops up. Mm. Like the funny thing that I thought of was that I watched, when you want to do some painting with numbers yesterday. So I watched uh, Justice League Dark. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. And like, so that's got John Constantine and, you know, John Constantine's friend Richie. But in the like... TV, like the live action TV series, that guy plays Richie. Oh, he does? Yeah. He's in the Constantine series. Oh, because I watched that with you. Yeah. But I don't think I would have recalled that he was from Lost. Well, because we hadn't seen Lost yet. Yeah, I had definitely hadn't seen those later seasons with him in it. So yeah, that makes sense. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you saw him in that first, but Just Lost is more impactful to you in every way. I can't, I can't believe how often I think about that show. Like, it's really fucking weird. Well, I was watching a TikTok the other day and it was this guy who was like, he was talking about how he could go off on a rant yeah. at any second. And he was like, don't make me go on a four-hour rant about Lost. And then I was like, I'm going to message this guy. And oh. I sent a message and I was like, how did Desmond meet Jack on the plane if he'd been on the island for two years? And go. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, it's a, it's the flash sideways. And I was like, I forgot that it flashes sideways, which is oh. fucking stupid. <laughs> how did Desmond see him on the plane when he'd been on the island? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck. Okay, don't. Let's not get into that. <laughs> Yeah, because that just doesn't make sense. He wasn't on that plane. He was already on the island. Yep. But then it's like a different timeline. It's a flash. Yeah, it's a flash sideways. A flash sideways. <laughs> it's the flash sideways, Boogalow. What are you talking about? Fucking lost. 
Yeah, so he was more frightening to me than fucking Ethan Hawke. That's the point. Yeah. I did not mind the mask. I think the mask was very creepy. This is what they're selling it on. They're selling it realistically on the mask is creepy and then you get to the point where he like lies to him and he's like in the dark and the start of the lie and then he steps downstairs and he's got the frowny mask on. That was kind of cool. And then he like throws, he's like angry and he throws it, you know, like that's really what it's aiming for. Mm. And then he takes the the whole mask off at one point and he's like, and covers his face. Yeah, but that wasn't explained. No. Okay, this is my biggest problem with the film. What the fuck is this dude's problem? (laughs) Yeah, they didn't give you any of that. But I don't think that's the point. I don't care if that wasn't the point. There were so many little little things that happened in this where it was like kind of slightly alluding to something that was going on, but then nothing was to- talked like the like you said with the face with the mask, how he can hear the phone. He starts crying at one point when he's like talking to the boy. Like there's some sort of trauma going on there, but you don't find out anything about his backstory. Yeah, but he's also like I'm a magician, but he never does anything like that. He always releases the black balloons whenever he abducts someone, but that's never explained. What was that about? Yeah. What is with the magician? thing what's with the mask honestly if, what's if we're, with this basement if we're talking about the bit that annoyed me the most in the in the movie it is also the little girl because she has a vision of the first kid being abducted right so the first kid gets abducted and she sees the van and she goes out looking for like the door that she sees her brother stuck behind but she never mentions the van to the cops even though she has seen that there's a dark van that abducts the kids. Yeah, you think that would be like one of the most important things. But at the end of the movie, she's sitting outside. This is stupid as well. So she has a vision of a house. And then when the cops get there, it's like an empty house. And you're like, oh, the vision was wrong. And then it turns out that's like where all the kids are buried. But right across the street is the actual house where like he's being kept. Yeah. And the gir- at the end of the movie, the girl is sitting on the ground outside of the wrong house, like facing across the street. And then her brother walks out, like, after saving himself. And the van is, like, right there. It's, like, not parked behind the house. Oh, my God, I didn't even notice that. It's just in the fucking driveway. So she's just been staring. She had a vision about the van, and then she's just been staring at the house with the van parked there, right across the street from where she had a vision. And she's just, like, doesn't mention it, doesn't say anything. You know the other thing she had a vision about? Her brother... At the door of that house. But that's what I mean. So but I house. think they those houses, like, they look very similar. Okay, okay, okay. Because he was at the screen door, like, ah, the screen door. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was the right house that he was in that she had the vision of. Yeah. Not the burial house. No, but she got a vision of the the number, like the yeah, street number like for the burial Yeah, and, like, the tree and all that yeah. shit. Yeah. So she just happens to forget things so the movie can continue. I actually laughed out loud, like, when he walks out of the house and it's the house opposite. I just thought that that was, like, the biggest twist of the movie and, like, everyone in the cinema just fucking laughed. Yeah, because it's dumb. But, I mean, yeah, why wouldn't he just, like, walk it, walk the bodies across the street and bury them like it's way easier? I guess. But, yeah, I think the dumbest part was that the guy's brother was there the whole time. Yeah. And he just didn't notice, just for another twist. Yeah, that was weird. And the cops didn't arrest him for doing coke. Yeah. When he let them in the house. <laughs> that Yeah, that made no sense. And... The start of the movie, like, wasn't, didn't he say to the cops, oh, I'm staying in my brother's house while he's out of town or something? Yeah, but he was there. But he wasn't out of town and he knew he wasn't out of town. So he lied to the cops. Yeah, I guess so. For what reason? Because he didn't know anything about the whole thing that was going on. Nah. There was just so many things, like, didn't make any sense at all. And it just pissed me off. Yeah, the movie had a lot of holes in it and it was really silly. The script also was awful. I know I'm going to go back to this poor kid again. (laughs) He couldn't deliver the script, right? But even if he had delivered it properly, it still would have sounded shit. My thing about the script is I thought it was going to be bad from the start. 
like from the very start, because did people say that things were mint in the 70s? Oh, he said like your arm was mint. Yeah. I don't know. They might have had like a different contextual meaning back then. That was like a what, 2000s thing. Yeah. And oh, people still mint. say people still say it now. But did they say it in the set? I don't know because I wasn't fucking alive. Maybe they did. But that was like a line that took you out of it. Well, it did take me out of it, but there was a line they used multiple times to like prove to you that it's that kid. Yeah. Oh, your arm is mint. And then I'm like, why have you written this into the script? And is mint a turn of phrase that they used? Yeah, so you you were like just caught on that, which is not good writing, right? No, it was poor. You probably wouldn't have been the only person who was questioning that. And yeah, maybe they did use it in the 70s. But at the same time, like if your audience is then sitting there going, hmm, I wonder if they did use that in a horror film, especially, you know, if someone starts thinking about the script and origins of words, well, it, you're it not was, doing a very good job, are you? It was also, it made it so that I couldn't tell what time it was for ages. Yeah. Or even just before you were like, was this the 70s? And I was yeah. like, yeah, it was the 70s. But like for the film, I didn't, I couldn't tell it was for a really long time, probably until I saw the television. Yeah, sure. Could just be a shit town. Definitely like a rural American town. Yeah. So I couldn't tell what year it was supposed to be for ages. Why doesn't Ethan Hawke realise that the kid is like destroying this room? I don't know. Because he's like in the room with him at one point. Well, he's asleep. So you must assume that he just goes in there randomly when he thinks the kid's asleep. But he must, he doesn't though, because he doesn't notice that there's, that the grating's fallen down from the... Or that he's dug a hole or that he's a hole. put a giant hole in the wall. And... The carpets have moved. He must have not really looked at this room because there's stuff in the room that has been damaged by previous kids. Yeah. Like there's numbers carved into the wall. Like the code for the lock is carved into the wall. Yeah. But he hadn't seen that. Guess not. There's a toilet in there. Wouldn't you think, oh, someone's going to take apart the toilet and use the parts in the toilet? Got to give him a toilet. I don't understand why he didn't just use, you know how he ends up packing the phone, I guess because it's like symbolism or whatever. He ends up packing the phone with dirt to use as a weapon to whack Ethan Hawke, right? Yeah. Why didn't he just use the fucking toilet lid? Yeah. It looked like it was one of those ceramic ones because he used it to smash the wall. He was able to dig through the wall with the toilet lid. Yeah. You could have done some serious damage with that. Anything? He brings him glass bottles. Yeah. Break it and cut And plates. That's the other thing. You know when he goes upstairs and he's asleep- he walks right past yeah, him. Yeah, just stab him in the neck. Cut his throat open and kill him. Yeah, you've proven that with your weird little spaceship thing you can cut him. Stab him in the fucking jugular. <laughs> and then what's he going to do? But no, I've got to go and do the combination lock. And then try to run, yeah, in the middle of the night. I was very confused, like, you know, when he was on the phone about the combination lock and he's like, is it 23, 7, 17 or is it... Because I didn't know what kind of lock they were talking about. Like when they said bike lock, I thought it was just one of those ones. Yeah, like a string like, bike lock, yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. That was like four numbers, you know, like two, three, one, seven or whatever. But then it's one of those actual like Spinning locker locks, combinations. Yeah. And I was like, why is that on your bike? I guess like it's the 70s. I don't know. Do they have the string bike locks back then? I don't know. So I was very confused until you saw the lock. So I spent like 10 minutes being confused about the numbers. <laughs> In the tensest part of the movie, you were more just confused about... <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, what kind of fucking lock is this? <laughs> this is terrible writing, man. This is terrible writing. Yeah, it's not the best. What do you reckon overall for the film? <laughs> oh, I just feel like I had more to complain about, but now, like, sitting here, I'm just angry. That- <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, we've gone through a lot of it. Yeah, we have. It's not a good film. It's been... I, I wouldn't say it's a bad film. No. Like, an actively bad film, but it's not a good film. No, not And I, I would never watch it again. No. Because it all basically builds to like four-ish minutes. And then those four-ish minutes are ruined by the few good minutes. Most of it is like the start sucks. The middle part is just the same shit. 
It doesn't like build any tension the whole time because he doesn't seem to give a fuck and you don't know what he's doing and why. And then there's like a little good bit where it all comes together and you're like, oh, that's why all that stuff happened. And then it's ruined by bad acting again. <laughs> yeah, like why did they add all that weird stuff on the end? Like when he goes back to school and then he sits next to the girl that he likes and he's like, no, call me Finn. And I'm like, She what? already has the hots for him. But what was the point of that line? That he's confident now that he's been abducted? But there was nothing about him not liking being called Finny or anything like that the whole movie. No. Suddenly he's like, no, don't call me Well, he's Finny. an adult now. Call me Finn. No, it was fucking stupid. That was the worst ending. They should have just left it at him once, hugging his sister or something. Yeah, once the sister hugged him, that's yeah. the end of the movie. That should have just been the end. Like, all that extra shit on the end was just fucking pointless. Why did the phone breathe? That was, I don't know, that wasn't explained. I guess it breathed because it's got spirits in it. Didn't need it. It was just a thing they put in the movie for no reason. I just didn't like so many things about this movie. They had so many opportunities as well when the ghost kids are around. Because he can't see them, I don't think. No, he can't. I think it's just that we can see them. But they had so many opportunities to, like, make them just disappear, like, in a creative way. Mm. And they just never did that. Yeah, that one in the corner should have just faded into the wall. Yeah, but instead they just had the kid, like, stand in front front of him. him. (laughs) One of them just got swept away into a corner for, for no reason. Yeah. It was all... There was nothing impressive about the movie. It was fucking shit. I'd never watch it again. What would you give it out of 10? I'm thinking I can't give it less than a five because it's not a bad movie. But can you give it more than a five? No. Well, then it's a five. (laughs) I know, but then I feel like I don't enjoy it as much as it's something else that I would give a five. I don't know. So, what, four and a half? All right, four and a half. I think four and a half is fair. It it was poo. (laughs) It was poo. (laughs) What does it have? Like, you checked yesterday, didn't you? I think before we went, I checked it, yeah, and it was all right. I also want to see what it paints itself as. Seven out of ten. And what is it like? Is it a horror or is it just like thrillery? Horror slash thriller. That's disgusting. What was horror about this? I don't know. His his, his mask and jump scares. Also, at the start, you know, when when you first see him and he's abducting the kid, is his face painted white? See, I think so, yeah. Because you don't really get a clear look at him. No, I think his face was painted white. But the kid didn't think that that was an issue. And so what's that about? Is that why he's Just weird? part of his covering his face thing. Is that why he's weird when his mask is off because his face isn't painted white? I don't know. None of it's explained because they don't, cause they really don't feel hate. like they are going to explain it in the movie because they never meant to. I just really hate that nothing was explained about this person. Why? What was his intent? Yeah, why did he do, like, why did he do it? Like There must have been some sort of... No, nope, not the point of the movie. That annoyed me more than anything else. Fucking four and a half, tell you what. This has 7 out of 10 on IMDb. That's disgusting. Which is fucking stupid because it's not It's not a 7 out of 10 movie. 83% Rotten Tomatoes. Come on, people. I really wish we'd gone and seen Thor instead. Yeah, probably. That'll come out the fastest on Disney Plus, though. So <sighs> This is true. That's how we picked this one as well. This will uh, take the longest for someone to pay for, yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. get... Should we get into something good? <laughs> Very disappointing. Yeah, let's... This is completely on the opposite end of the spectrum, isn't it? I think so, yeah. So yesterday we watched the pilot of The Rehearsal. That's what it's called. Yep. It is the new Nathan Fielder show. Do you want to talk a little bit about him and his past work? Uh, no. <laughs> Why not? If you don't know what Nathan does, it's very hard to explain. It really is. But he is he is very, very clever. And the ideas that he has are amazing. I don't really know how his brain works. I think Neither. he's got some sort of disorder. <laughs> but he's definitely just... like on the spectrum, right? Yeah. But the way his brain works is amazing. So he used to have few shows, so like... Uh, on your side, which is just like he tries to fix people's problems. And then you have Nathan for you, where he goes to businesses and tries to fix their problems. And now he's making the rehearsal, which is 
so we'll just describe what You're the like, show is. Uh, how do I describe? That's why I was like, Josh, handball, talk about Nathan Fielder. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult. The rehearsal essentially is he goes to people who have what seem it's going to be arbitrary. They're going to always be arbitrary because it's always funnier. He he'd be like, it could be a serious conversation, but we'll make it like a shit one. And it's basically he finds people who have to have like a slightly difficult conversation with someone, and then his idea is that he helps them rehearse this conversation but he just goes to the extreme so he picks a place where they're going to have this conversation and then he rebuilds the entire place from scratch to be exactly the same every detail every detail is exactly the same and then he hires an actor to like creep up on this person who the person's got to talk to and like try to get their mannerisms down and then they run through the scenario like heaps and heaps and heaps of times so that he's not only got like his perfect version but that he's been through he's already been through the worst yeah. outcomes and the best outcomes so Nathan um comes up with like a flow chart of everything that they've done it's, it's a flow chart right? yeah he makes a flow chart and it's like this happened yes no and then you follow it and then for every single thing so it's like this massive map so funny yeah and then they just build it up and build it up and build it up and then they film this person having this conversation (laughs) and at least in the first episode it was just like nothing (laughs) yeah like she did not give a shit no she didn't care so this first one is this guy who is in a trivia team and trivia is like a massive part of his life and he's lied to his whole trivia team and said that he's got a master's degree yeah. But he only has a bachelor's degree. Like, I thought it was going to be something like, you know, he He's dropped got out of high school. Yeah. But he has a bachelor's degree. He just didn't get his master's. Yeah. And he thinks that this is the biggest deal ever and he doesn't want to tell them, but he decides that he's sick of living a lie. But he also seems like he thinks this woman's going to beat him up. And she's just this, like, regular woman, like... Yeah, who doesn't stop talking, yeah, that's <laughs> which is the, the funniest thing. part. <laughs> that's the only thing about her that seems like a bit off. It doesn't seem like she'd be violent. But yeah, he's very worried about telling this woman. So yeah, they set up this rehearsal. I thought it was very funny how you have to invite her to go to this thing and they're in this trivia team. So he has to invite her to a trivia night. So he's like, all right, so we'll set it up as it's trivia night. But the dude can't do the conversation if he's trying to answer the trivia. Yeah. So Nathan has to like scheme it so that the guy is going to get like all the questions right in the trivia. But the guy doesn't want to cheat. So Nathan has to like subtly teach him. He not only has to go to the bar that this is going to happen at and somehow get the guys to do his questions. Yeah. But then he also has to secretly teach this other guy who has to do the confession all the answers so that he'll be on a streak, so that he'll be in a positive mindset to have this conversation. No, he gets the questions off the quiz master. Because remember, he pretends to... Um, he pretends to be in that, like, like thrifty thing, yeah. yeah. And then, but he, he sends him the questions, doesn't he? Or at least he records the guy saying the yeah, questions yeah. at least. Because he's like, oh, I want people on my website to um, be able to play along with the trivia, so yeah. can you read out the questions? So he gets the questions from the quiz master. Has to try and, uh, he's like, we went on daily walks so that I could <laughs> subtly give him all the answers to the trivia questions. I guess the other funny little part is that um, Nathan has actually rehearsed for the conversation. For, I think for most of the conversations that he has with this guy. Yeah. Because he, I knew that it was going to happen. A hundred percent knew. For the start, he's like, I've, he goes through the conversation that he's had with this guy and then he's like, oh, I've rehearsed this entire conversation already. And that's how he explains to him what they're going to do. Yeah. yeah. Is by saying, oh, I've rehearsed this conversation. And then the the show's supposed to make you think that the rest of it is natural. And then at the end, they show again that he's practiced and rehearsing another conversation he's having with the guy. (laughs) Yeah. Because the point is that Nathan's rehearsed every conversation he's had with this guy through the entire process. 
It's so freaking clever. Like, I just could not... I was beside myself. He's amazing. Just the way that his brain works is, like... How do you come up with this shit? Like, it's so simple, but so wacky as well. It's nuts. Yeah. I can't wait to see what the other episodes hold, because it's just going to be more of the same, but also... Every episode's going to be completely different, I reckon. Yeah. Um, I just, I think a lot of it comes down to the people that he picks. So he picks this guy. The conversation is most likely going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> and That's he knows, the key to it, right? And he knows that. But he also knows that the guy is actively less interested in the conversation occurring than... The trivia. Being good at trivia. <laughs> yeah. Which is so funny. Like, how do you find this guy who's like, the whole point of this entire thing is for me to have this conversation, but... If there's trivia going on, I won't really care about it. He also gets very, like, hyper-fixated on, um, like, the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> like, he orders this pizza and, like, the pizza's not coming and it's, it's throwing like, off the timing. He's like, oh, it'll be 10 minutes. And then he goes and sits down and they literally film him sitting there. He sits there for, like, 45 seconds and then they ring the bell and he gets up as if it's going to be his face. <laughs> it's been, like, 30 seconds. Yeah. Very, very awkward dude. Very awkward friendship between these two people. I love how they run through, like, you got to make sure that she doesn't think it's romantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they run well, through, like, a romantic like... simulation. <laughs> and he, like, keeps his hand there. And, like, what do you think she's going to think if you keep your hand there? He's yeah. Like, I don't know. That it's romantic. Oh. so And then they has to practice taking his hand away. In different and, like... ways of, like, yeah, <laughs> moving his hand. Oh, it's so dumb. Okay. I guess, like, the elephant in the room here is, like, how much of this is actually real? That usually is the case, yeah. Like, is this guy an actor? Is it is it all scripted, or is it natural? You just what actually happens? I've, you just ne- don't I've really never know. known. Yeah, it seems so natural, but then the thing that like threw me off was at the end. You know, he's like, "I have to come clean about something too." I fed you all the answers to the trivia questions. And then he fucking loses it because he's like, everyone's going to see that I cheated on trivia. But no, but that's the thing. He he has the <laughs> actor who plays that guy. He loses it so that Nathan's already experienced the worst case scenario, yeah. but then Nathan doesn't tell him because he's afraid of the worst case scenario because he practiced it. Oh, I think I misunderstood. I thought that was the actual guy. See, that's it. <laughs> See, Nathan rehearsed oh that my conversation. God, I'm so confused. That's the whole point. Yeah, oh. Nathan rehearsed the conversation. So he never actually told him. He never tells okay, him. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, that makes sense now. <laughs> I think people who, who go into it will be like, this is stupid. It's not real. Like, this is all fake anyway. And it's like, okay, fine. But, like, just fucking watch it and have fun. It's hilarious. I think when it comes to Nathan's stuff, whether it is or it isn't fake, doesn't matter. No, not because really. either it it's it's not real. Well, okay, either it's real. It's very interesting that he's like found this person and got this person to do all this stuff, or it's not real. And he's literally thought about it and written. He's written this. Yeah. So to in both like situations, he's a genius. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. So I don't care. No, I agree. It's just such a pleasure to watch him work. Like, yeah, it's crazy. If you guys haven't seen him before. Definitely watch Nathan for you. I reckon before this. I wouldn't go into this cold, yeah. No. You won't you might not get it. Nathan for you is a really good sort of warm up yeah. to what this is gonna be. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty extreme as well though. I don't know if I've seen the other one. Have I seen the other one? On your side? Yeah. I don't know if I've seen that one. And then I guess we should mention that the show that we watched I think did we do a podcast on it or we spoke about it? The uh, one how the to scaffolding with, one. Yeah. Yeah. How to with John Wilson is produced by Nathan. Yeah. And that has a very, very similar feel. And that one is probably even, that's way more accessible than anything Nathan stars in. Yeah, Nathan himself is... He's a lot. He's a lot, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's very strange. Very, very weird guy. Most likely thing you would have seen is his, like, like his magic show 
and this is a good example of the kind of things that he makes. So he practices picking like uh, handcuff locks so he can get himself out of handcuffs. And what he does is he sets it up so that he's on a stage and he goes, I have to pick these handcuffs to escape before this robot arm undoes my pants and pulls them down, exposing me to this group of children. And then he's got like a group of children there and he's like in front of this police officer and he's <laughs> got a police officer there and he's just like a lot of people risk their lives and I'm risking becoming a, a registered sex offender. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. I think that's like one of the most famous clips that's out there. <laughs> just his thought process is so bad. How the fuck do you think of that? <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, that's Nathan. So we're definitely going to keep watching this. We definitely recommend it. Yes. I don't think we should really do, like, proper ratings for this. Just okay. because of, like... It's it's hard. Well, it doesn't have a plot. Yeah, it doesn't really have... It has, like, a... It has characters, but they're, like, real people. Supposedly real people. Yeah. I think the only rating we've given is overall, and that's going to be a 10. Yeah. Like, obviously, he's spent a lot of time thinking about this. Moderately understanding his personality. You can see even how he got to this point. If I had to do something that I didn't want to do, what would I want to do to get through? What would be the easiest way? Oh, to rehearse it. Well, in my best case scenario, I would have the exact same place under the exact same conditions. Yep. And then I could try it out every single way until I found the best. And then he just made that a show. Yeah. It's genius. I think, you know, everyone does this kind of thing to a certain extent. Like if you're going for a job interview, you know, you and I sit down and we ask each other questions like we're in a job interview, right? You rehearse these important conversations you're going to have with people yeah but he but to this extent <laughs> he goes to the place he measures it yeah he rebuilds the buildings in a warehouse yeah and they're all exactly the same it's incredible and it, like he's like oh um even the spices in the spice rack are the same cumin coriander and chili flakes yeah. and like there's like a half deflated balloon like up in the corner of the the bar from yeah, like three months it's in ago there. Like, the paintings are all at the right angle. It's just, yeah. When they walk the person through that space they've been in before yeah. for the <laughs> first like, time. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of creepy that he built, like, that guy's apartment. Like <laughs> just, for, just for the first conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like, he sends in, he's like, remember when you had that gas leak in your building? Yeah, it wasn't a gas leak. That was my crew coming to take measurements of your apartment. Yeah. And then he rebuilds this dude's apartment. That's Nathan, yeah. And all the books are this, the right books in the shelf. Yeah. Oh, my God. I feel like some people would watch this and be like, this is fucking dumb. <laughs> like, what? why do you guys like this so much? You're crazy. It's great. <laughs> this is my kind of shit. Like, I live for this kind of comedy. I could not stop laughing the whole time. Yeah, it was fantastic. Everything he does, every idea he comes up with is a hit. And that's what I think is, like, different about the stuff that he makes. Yeah. Because he's like, what's the natural progression of this? And then he only takes it to the extreme. Yeah. <laughs> To that, like, and further. Yeah. yeah. No, amazing. 10 out of 10. It's almost um, as funny as that TikTok I saw of that little dog falling in the pool. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. I lost it. I cried. I send you one TikTok. And... I was lying down, though, you know, when I lie down. I mean, down. yeah, that does and then happen. I, I watch something funny and then I get stuck in, like, a laughing loop and I can't get out of it. Your blood pools in the wrong places a year. Yeah. Maybe we should repost. You can repost TikToks now. Yeah, I saw that. We could repost that on our... <laughs> I, I don't get that, like stealing. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. Stealing content. But I guess like people do that. Already and they don't actually give credit. At least it gives you a way to give credit. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's done on all other social media platforms. It's, I don't know. Nothing is original anymore. Not even TikToks. Yeah, and things that you think are original, people have been paid. Yeah, Christ. 
Oh, that brings it back into a full circle. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Just edit in like loads of glass getting smashed. Hey, it's not my turn. Oh, fuck. I don't want to do that. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Um, if you've watched The Black Phone and liked it, I'd love to hear from you because I want to hear why you liked it. Yeah, what was good about it? And yeah, get on to uh, watching some Nathan Fielder because that's way better use of your time. Uh, If you want to contact us, all our social media platforms are there, (laughs) online. They're somewhere, yeah, Yeah, somewhere in the cloud, Yeah, on some server in some country. Uh, PilotEroPodcast at gmail.com if you want to email us. PilotEroPodcast, search that on Instagram, YouTube. Go check out our latest video. Uh, was that the hydroponics Still the hydroponics one? one. Yeah. Um, we've got another one coming, so look out for that. And yeah, TikTok at Pilar Pod as well. Until next time. Bye. 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 Psst.